and welcome back to the Dreamcast. I am your host, Denise Walsh. I combine science, scripture, and stories that will inspire you to dive deep, break through your own personal glass ceiling, and design a life of your dreams. Welcome back to the Dreamcast. In today's episode, I am interviewing Romeo Marquez Jr. He is a sought-after international speaker, success coach, and number one Amazon best-selling author of The Success Messages. He has delivered more than a 1,000 presentations to over 500,000 audience members across the United States, Canada, Asia, and Europe helping entrepreneurs to CEOs achieve extraordinary results. From the TEDx stage in India to sharing the stage with Kevin Harrington, who is the former shark on ABC's hit show Shark Tank, to working with notable names such as Black Eyed Peas, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and Jim Carrey, Romeo's mission is to help people maximize their potential so they can live a life with purpose and passion. I met Romeo a few years ago when I worked with Jack Canfield at the Train the Trainer program, and I connected quickly to Romeo and his message. I'm eager for you to get to know him and hear his story. So let's get into the episode. Welcome, Romeo, to the podcast. Yay. Thank you for letting me be here, Denise. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay. So we met a few years ago at a Jack Canfield. I was at a Train the Trainer event. And you had previously worked with him and come back to kind of visit the old crew. And you came up to me and we started talking and just realized that we were so aligned and kind of working in the same field. You are a speaker and traveling the world and doing a lot of cool things. And so I'm excited to bring you on and just introduce you to my listeners. You know, when I think of somebody who's designed their dream life, you are one of them because you said you wanted something and you went to get it. So let's just get started. Tell us a bit about yourself. All right. So here's my story, short story long, uh, or long story short. So, you know, as a young kid, I've always had this dream of becoming an actor, a performer, uh, Michael Jackson, break dancing, like that entertainment side uh, was always filled within me. And so as a young kid, you know, I'd be like the life of the party. And then high school came and I became this football player. I became this athlete and slowly but surely like this performance uh, aspect of myself kind of went away because, you know, I try to fit in with the rest of the quote unquote cool people and I'm an athlete and we don't do theater stuff, but I'll be honest, deep inside my heart. I just want to do that, throw up my jazz hands and perform, right? <laughs> but, but I kept that all in me. Um, of course, looking back at it now, it's like I should have just, you know, followed my, my flow, followed my bliss. Um, and I did so when I went to a community college here in the Bay Area where I took my first acting class. And it was then where it allowed me to see new possibilities in my life and allowed me to awaken that greatness that I knew that was sleeping inside. And so I remember there was an audition for a play and I've never auditioned for a play in my life. And my acting teacher said, or I said, so uh, Valerie, I've never auditioned for a play before. Should I do it? And she was like, and she said these words that changed my life. She said, Romeo, you won't know if you don't go. 
And I was like, girl, say that again. Right? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, she said, you won't know if you don't go. And when you go there, just make bold choices. Fast forward, I do the audition. Of course, I was nervous and didn't know what I was doing, but I just showed up and made those bold choices, which led to, uh, you know, a part in that play to other plays. And I started winning all these awards, which led me to going to UCLA. I studied theater, film and television there. And so my, my, my beginnings as, uh, as a performer really uh, started at the college level, but I knew there was something more inside me, right? Because after college, I was auditioning, you know, I had an agent and doing uh, like music videos and all these cool things. But I, I said to myself, I am worth more than this. I can serve the world in a greater way than just a one line for a commercial or to be a print model for Best Buy or something like that. You know, there's, there's just that something within me. And, um, you know, during this time, I, even in, during college, I was, you know, an avid reader with personal development and just, you know, studying uh, stories of success. And uh, moving forward, you know, I was teaching acting classes and I was teaching these different principles uh, of success that I would be reading in these books to my students. And, um, and then, you know, motivational speaking, like I see people speaking on these big stages. I'm like, how do I do that? Because what they're teaching, I'm doing already. And obviously there's the business side of uh, speaking. And so I invested uh, a lot into trainings to really understand the growth to become an author, a speaker, a trainer. And next thing you know, just one opportunity led to another and boom, I'm just expanding new possibilities for other people because all these mentors and books have expanded possibilities within me. Awesome. You know, it's, it all starts by just saying yes. When, yes. when we're not, when we're feeling scared, when we don't really get it, but we have that restlessness, you know, where you're like, yeah. I know I'm made for more than what I'm doing now. Yeah. And you went and made those bold choices and things started happening for you. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about what you're doing now. So what I'm doing now is I'm doing a lot more keynote uh, speaking. I'm holding a lot of my own trainings. Um, I do a lot of coaching um, and I'll speak from, you know, college campuses to entrepreneur summits to leadership conferences. And so it's expensive. This working with Jack Canfield has allowed me to just meet with a lot of great people such as yourself, which led to other opportunities, which um, allows me to serve uh, in a greater way. Awesome. You know, I think sometimes people see us from stage or they see this highlight reel and they they see, oh, my gosh, all these things keep happening. They're so lucky. But we know that it's not always a straight line. So tell us what has been your biggest hurdle along this venture for you? So a couple there are a couple of things that come up for me. The first thing was in the midst of me teaching acting, I ended up opening up my own performing arts school here in the Bay Area. And, you know, I had an investor and, you know, the classes started going. And some way, somehow, the uh, performing arts school folded. Like, it just didn't work out because of all these different circumstances. 
And I put all my energy and effort into this because I wanted to help these young performers who had a dream uh, to live their dreams. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? My life is over. What am I made to do? And all these things, even when I'm reading all these personal development development books, I still have, have all these doubts and fears. And then something clicked within me because I was like, I've always wanted to write a one man show. And I went, it's time. And I was like, ooh, that's a good title for a show, right? And so, you know, I started thinking about this one-man show and, you know, started looking at venues. And so I booked a venue. I didn't write the show yet. And so I started thinking more about the show. I had a poster made, didn't write the show yet. And I started selling tickets. And basically, it was a week before the show. And I still didn't write the show. I had the ideas, but there was accountability to it because I already sold tickets. And I even questioned, I'm like, should I go through this? I don't know. But people were saying, Romeo, like you say, like you teach, if you commit to something better, you know, hold truth to that. And so um, I did it in Cupertino, California, and it was great for what it was. And then I did it again, and which led me to doing it in Vegas in front of Jack's group. And then it went to New York, to Indiana, to India. And so that, that, um, mountain, that barrier that got in my way of not living the dream school or doing the dream school that I had and it didn't go the way I wanted, a greater opportunity came, came about because all in all, God knows what he's doing and we just have to just stay in faith with it and just surrender to it and obviously do the work that comes along with it. But when something does set you back, it's really a setup for a comeback to something greater. Awesome. And I know so many times we see those disappointments or we have those fears and we think it's a sign that we're going in the wrong direction. And that might not be it at all. It sounds like instead of staying stuck in the problem, you had your eyes on the solution. Right. And you booked your calendar before you even yeah, had it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> and, and on top of what you're saying, it's it's also it's the transportation to your next destination, right? So we we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. It's like oh, there's a stop. It's okay because there are a few things that still need to be set up for before you come along. And when it's time, it's time. And I, I, I do have to bring up another story, which is even, I don't want to say more important, but is very personal to me, which made a significant impact. And that's when I was, when I was doing a lot of like workshops in high schools, like maybe back in 2011, I think, um, I was in South Carolina and, um, I got a call from my mom that my dad was sent to a hosp- the hospital and if you really knew my dad, my dad is just, you know, the man's man. He doesn't, if he gets hurt, he doesn't go to the hospital. He doesn't put a Band-Aid on it. He just, you know, sucks it up and just fights through it. And so when I knew he went to the hospital, I knew it had to be something serious. And so, you know, at the, you know, when it was time, like a few hours later, I called my dad um, at the hospital and I was like, Hi, Dad. And he was like, Hi, Anak. Anak means my child in my language, Tagalog, Filipino. And then I go, How are you feeling? And then there was silence. And then I heard my dad crying. And then he goes, I wish you were here with me. 
And I'm like, oh, you know, I took a deep breath and I'm like, I'm crying. And so fortunately the next day I go back to California and then I just see my dad on the hospital, hospital bed. And, you know, he had tubes up his nose and his eyes were, were open and he was talking to my mom, but I was just kind of taking a step back and just sat there just noticing what was taking place because my dad just, you know, sacrificed so much for me and my family and, you know, I wanted him to see that what he's done as a father made a huge impact. And I wanted, wanted him to see um, as much uh, as I can accomplish while he's still alive. And so fortunately, through prayers and, and you know, surgeries, my dad got better. And it was just that that moment where it made me realize that, you know, don't wait for your last days to live or when someone is about to pass away or when this significant thing happens, that's when you'll step it up, like do it now. And so that from that experience, that elevated my uh, purpose and my why to um, do and serve more uh, and just live out God's work. That's amazing. Yeah. And I'm sure throughout the years, he has absolutely seen all that you have done to bless yeah. others and bless the world. Yes. And it's, yes. it's powerful to pass that on. So I know that it's time is base is a signature message for you that that's something that you have clung to, um, yeah. not just from the first show, but yet it <laughs> continues to be kind of a mantra for you. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So it's time is really because there have been many, many times in my life, and it's, it still comes up for me from time to time, where there are things that I want to do, but I am afraid to do because of failure, because of the fear of rejection, because of fear of not being good enough. But just learning the principles of success from all these books, including Jack, that just taking a small step towards whatever it is you want to achieve can make a difference into whatever it is you uh, uh, desire to live out. And so my acronym, I love acronyms, by the way, my acronym for its time is, it's kind of a handful, here we go, igniting transformation so that inspiration moves every day. Igniting transformation so that inspiration moves every day. And so I am purposeful with everything that I do where I ignite some kind of love, some kind of uh, thought or idea that can build transformation. And that helps me move forward every day by seeing other people move forward and be inspired every day. And so at the end of the day, um, it's about really just doing it now. And when you do it now, here we go, acronym time. When you do it now, N-O-W, you have new opportunities waiting. Ooh, I love that. I love that. And, you know, I remember being in high school or college saying someday, someday yes. I'm going to do this someday. And at, at some point I realized if I don't do it now, someday yeah. it's never going to come. So it really is a matter of deciding what you want, getting on the calendar and then figuring yeah. out the details. Yeah, figuring out the details and, you know, people are afraid to fail. But another acronym for fail is finding answers in life. You know, you're, you're going to have 
things come up, but failure is not the opposite of success. It's a part of success. That's where you grow. That's where you learn. That's where you break through to new levels. That's where you step outside your comfort zone and challenge yourself uh, to do new things you wouldn't think you were, uh, you thought you weren't capable of doing, but it's all there to serve you. Awesome. So tell us a bit about maybe your biggest aha moment or learning curve or blessing you've experienced along the way. Ah, that's such a great question. Uh, my biggest aha is allowing my intuition guide me in the direction to my destiny. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm, that is good. <laughs> but tuning in, I think being able, like, while I'll listen to different mentors and read all these books and strategies, which all work, right? And, you know, certain things uh, won't work during this time because of whatever reason, but uh, they all work some way, somehow. But I just learned that by tuning in, talking to God, meditating, and just quieting myself to see what aligns with my soul speaks to, that's when I feel most purposeful and significant with the work that I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a quote by Wayne Dyer that I really love. And he says, abundance isn't something we acquire. It's something we tune into. And I think by tuning in to your soul, checking in from time to time to see if it aligns with your, uh, you know, goals, um, then you either know it's time to keep moving forward or it's time to drift away because it doesn't feel right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Trust in your gut and, and learning to listen to your intuition. I find when I'm, when I'm in that alignment, I'm praying, I'm doing my devotionals in the morning, I'm connected, I'm listening People will tell me all the time, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's exactly what I needed to hear. Or, (laughs) oh my gosh, you know, you showed up right when I needed to. And I'm just kind of like, I'm just doing my thing. I'm not meaning to do it. But yet God uses us when we're in that space. Yes, totally. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense when we're in a specific space, but exactly, God will put us in a place even when uh, it doesn't make sense. So one of the things that I do on the daily is my morning ritual and my morning ritual consists of different things and it changes and evolves over time. But what's present right now is I, you know, read something uh, positive um, for about 15 to 20 minutes and then I meditate. And there's a saying that says, when you pray, you're talking to God. When you meditate, God is talking to you. Right. And so I have a little conversation with God in the morning. And then I write in my gratitude journal to just reflect on the great things that are taking place. Because while there might be times where it doesn't feel like many great things are taking place, there are actually many great things taking place in your life. Um, And then I go to affirmations, reviewing my goals, and visualizing. Um, And that right there allows me to... uh, fuel my spirit and serve my soul before I help 
and serve other people. Because if I can't, in order for me to help other people, I want to be able to help myself because it gives me fuel and energy to, to bring the best out of other people. And of course, working out and eating healthy is all part of it too. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Now I'm sure that along this journey, you've had God show up for you in amazing ways where you're just like, Whoa, thank you. Not what I expected, but I accept. Do you have any cool stories of where an opportunity came or something happened and you were just like, thanks, I'll take it. I'm thinking there's so many. Oh yes. Got it. Amen. Got it. <laughs> I received it. I received it. You know, sometimes we're trying to find the right answer, but you just allow spirit to flow and you don't have to force anything. Great. So I remember I was at church and um, when I walked in, there was a screen, you know, the videos were playing of a missions trip that the church was going to do or just did, excuse me, in India. And, you know, they helped out the people there. They did all this great work. And then God just said, Romeo, you have a mission to go to India. And I'm like, what does that mean? I have no idea. And so I hit, I reached out to Pooja Gupta, who's part of the Jack Canfield community. And she lives out there in India. I said, Hey, Pooja, I don't know what this means, but I just got out of church and God said for me to serve in India. I don't know if that means to do a missions trip or to speak or do something. I just want to let you know, just putting it out there. I'm not attached to any outcome, but I'm just telling you the message that I got. Um, She goes, okay, cool. Thank you. And about, I think three, four months later, she invites me to do a TED talk, TEDx talk that she's putting together in India. Right. And so, of course, that in itself, it was an amazing experience. If you want to check out the TED Talk, you just type in on YouTube, Romy Marquez Jr. TED Talk. And after that experience, God was like, your work is not done in India. And I went, OK. And so I let Pooja know. I said, there's something more. And so the following year, I did like a four city speaking tour to the young president's organization, to, you know, high schools, to real estate companies, to all these people. And, you know, after that experience, you know, God said, thank you, you know, and, you know, along that path of just going through India and connecting with a lot of people, um, it was just going back to what we were talking about earlier, just saying yes, and just reaching out to others who may possibly possibly help you because, you know, there are a lot of things and messages that we get. And sometimes we keep it to ourselves, and we go, I don't know. I'm not sure, but just put it out there. And you just don't know. You just don't know. So I hear a few things. I hear you learning to listen and, and, you know, this stirring in your spirit where you just go, Oh, that's for me. I, I need to do that. And you hear God speak to you in that way, but you didn't hold it in. You asked for help. Yes. You know, you started saying, telling people what you were looking for, what you were doing, the vision that you had, even if you weren't quite sure what that was and mm-hmm. how kind of showed up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a saying in my book, my book, I, have, I wrote a book back in 2014 called the success messages. Um, and it's just pretty much quotes that I got from meditation. And one of them is when God gives you a calling, stop sending him the voicemail. <laughs> Mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Mic drop. Um, That's true. That's so awesome. So who continues to influence and inspire you? 
people like yourself, Denise, people who are in our tribe, people who are just going after their goals and dreams and putting themselves out there and trying new things. Um, Jack Canfield is obvious mentor of ours who continues to inspire me. Um, innovators like, you know, Steve Jobs and Oprah, you know, all those big names, but, um, my, my family also inspires me because they, they give me the why to live, grow and give. Wow. That's good. That is good. Look at this. (laughs) Keep being downloaded. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. So what would you say is your life purpose? And I know it has evolved from wanting to do the performing arts school and then the one man show of its time and now continuing to be a speaker, motivational teacher, educator all over the world. What would you say is your life purpose now? All right. So this is what I like to say. I say, um, my passion is your potential and my mission is to help you live it now. And so helping other people to live out their full potential, because that's what I'm most passionate about. Uh, why? Because for a long time, I knew I had the potential to do a lot of things, but I kept it inside. But by meeting all these different mentors and going to these different trainings, I knew, uh, I know things are possible. And when I see other people live out their full potential, that, that it makes me go, huh, exactly. Thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like one of my gifts is I can see people three steps ahead of where they see themselves. Wow. So I can like speak that. And then all of a sudden they start to see themselves that way. And they, you know, it is, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah. See them start to blossom and grow themselves. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is your next big goal and your next project, your next thing? So my next big thing right now is I have an event called It's Time Live. It's taking place uh, in February and it's something that um, came to me back in uh, 2015. I'm lying, 2016. And, um, you know, just thinking about Jack Canfield's breakthrough to success and Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power. And I'm like, I need to be doing those kinds of trainings, not on a just smaller workshop scale, which I've done and do it for other people's uh, workshops and trainings. But that's the kind of trainings that I want to up level to. And so this is going to be my third annual It's Time Live. And I have um, several speakers uh, speaking and um, it's expanding the growth of my business and reach in communities so I can help people live their full potential. All right. Now, where is this located? This is located in the Bay Area, uh, to be exact, Union City, California, which is near Oakland, between Oakland, California and San Jose. Awesome. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are in that area, because I know we do have team out there um, and they are interested in either learning more about It's Time Live or your books or even just connecting with you, how can they find you? Yeah. So for the event, it's itstimelive.com. You can find me on social media at Romeo Marquez Jr., Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I love Instagram. Instagram's fun to me. Twitter, I I still got to be better at. Facebook, of course, you know, that's, that's how we connect with the world. Um, that also works for me. Um, and also talking about book, my book, um, 
I'm all about love and appreciation. So if you're interested, if you feel called to um, check out my book, I want to give it to you for free. All you have to do is just text the number 44222 and then just type in the word appreciation. And then you should get it downloaded for free straight to you. Um, and, you know, RomeoMarquezJr.com is my website. And I'm, I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. I'm here to empower you to your greatness. Awesome. Thank you so much. What a great gift. And if you are listening, I expect that you take advantage of, <laughs> of yeah. such an amazing gift. So thank you for that. And we'll put all the links in the show notes or in the description box if you're listening on YouTube. So anything else that you think we might have forgotten, left out, or that's burning inside to share? Do it now. I think those that are listening, let go of the fear. Let go and let God <laughs> uh, tune in to what really speaks to you and live that out because you're meant for great things. And this is your year. This is your year to live out your destiny. Um, you have people like Denise who is going to empower you to greatness. And there are people around you in books and, and a lot of workshops and trainings. But just know that it is within you. You have all that you need. And it is your time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Romeo. You are Thank you so much, Denise. Everyone you meet. We appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. Head over to denisewalsh.com. Enter your email to subscribe to our list and I'll be sending out an early bird special coupon. 50% off, in fact, of the Dream Life Workbook when it is launched in just a few months. So if you want to have first dibs, let's get your name on that list. Thanks again. I so appreciate you and remember to dream big. 